Well, this week we saw a bunch of movies. One of them was Brightburn. And if this kid was a bigger dick in this movie, he was going to enroll at Ohio State in the fall. We're going to talk about it. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. And here we go. All right, welcome back. Top five for fighting. Uh, we are episode 14, which is two points greater than my IQ. I think we got it in the bag at this point, buddy. How you doing? Barely. Uh, doing good. It was a fun week. Saw a, a bunch of movies. And speaking of movies, guess who's here with us? The one and only Richard Alexander. Outstanding. Thank you, yep. guys. I, yeah. always, I always love to come, man. It's, uh, it's a great it's job. It's always a treat to have Richard. Thanks. Absolutely. It's always a treat to have Richard. Thank even you, with gentlemen. all the technical glitches and difficulties. We got a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's let's uh, let me let's start. start. The, let oh, me start here. A sip of beer. You got it. Yes, H- have a sip of beer, and I'll have some of this lovely pineapple cider. Gluten free pineapple cider. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Richard. It's gluten free. That's right. I'm still trying to figure out what gluten is, but I'll get there. Um, this week, this last Saturday night, I did something I haven't done in I don't know 20 years. You're not going to tell Amy about it, are you? <laughs> no, she was there. Oh, okay, we, sweet. We, yeah. You're such a dick. <laughs> I ordered a wrestling pay-per-view, and one of our esteemed listeners and contest winner, Aaron, came over, um, and we watched the AEW pay-per-view, which is the new wrestling company owned by Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and... And Shere Khan, right? And, Ka- yeah, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is the one that put up $100 million of his money to back this thing, and, man, it showed, because this show, and I, I know we never talk wrestling at all, but... Mostly because WWE has sucked for so long, we just never talk about it. Um, we let Doc and Jock handle all the talk with wrestling, and they do a great job of it on Detroit Sports Network. Um, this show was start to finish, and we won't spend a whole lot of time talking about it. Amazing. I, I was waiting for an actual death to happen in these matches of what these, these guys were doing. I've heard nothing short of amazing out of it, and I'm disappointed that I couldn't go. I couldn't go because I had family issues going on. Not, not bad things. That's good. all right. My daughter was in town, and I wanted to go. But I remember being a kid and watching wrestling with my uncle and my, my father and my grandfather. You know, back in the glory days, and, and it was back, even when it wasn't WWE, they had worldwide re- championship wrestling from Florida. They had Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Yep. Woo! <laughs> yep, exactly. You know, and it was it was the best, but man, in the nineties I just couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. It was just well, fucking I mean, ridiculous. It's it was fair stupid. to say that all of us grew up wrestling fans. How could no, you not? I, listen, I, I had an opportunity that is incredible. I got a chance to meet a lot of the old time wrestlers at MSG because my mom at the time was dating a doctor and he was the one that did the uh you know, the vitals for the for the, for the uh, wrestlers before they went out. But I got a chance to literally meet guys like Bruno Sammartino 
and uh, Pedro Morales, Larry Sabisco. Legends. Uh, I met George the Animal Steel, who was the nicest guy in the world. I got to make sure I heard that right. You were doing LSD with wrestlers? That's exactly, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. That's exactly right. I just wanted to make sure I heard that right, because I don't want to go putting that up on Facebook about how you did LSD. No, it was it was amazing, man. I, I even shook Andre the Giant's hand, and he had hands like bananas, man. <laughs> you didn't shake his hand. You put both your hands yeah. together, put them in his palm, and called him daddy. <laughs> well, I was showing it to my, uh, my son where, you know, this is what it looked like because when he shook my hand it my hand t- to the wrist to the forearm disappeared right but he was a he was just a, a monster of a human being but yeah I, there's I, so I, many uh, things i want to say right now but i can't <laughs> <laughs> the um it, and i was holding actually, you back right yeah right no shit it is a podcast um i was actually showing richard some of the highlights from this pay-per-view while we were waiting to get started and it's just it was all wrestling. There was no. Yeah. There was very little talk. There was a total of probably five minutes of talking, which was Cody Rhodes after the match with his real life brother Dustin, which was amazing. Dustin Rhodes, um, make a dream. Was, you know, he's the American nightmare. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty was Rhodes. the American yeah. dream. Yeah, it's uh, gotta get the list. And then at Love the very end, Jericho talked for a few minutes before the arrival of John Moxley, which was Dean Ambrose just a few weeks ago in the WWE. But it was. It made me excited about wrestling again. Like it, I'm when when this show starts and they're going to be on TV in the fall, and I think all of us watched back in the heyday of the Monday Night Wars. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. Wrestling, I don't think will ever get to that point, but from what I saw Saturday, it may come close because Vince mm. and WWE is going to have to really pull their head out of their ass, or AEW is going to blow right by them. Well, I stopped watching. I stopped watching WWE and WCW both when you're talking about the Monday Night Wars, because it was no longer wrestling. It became a soap opera. And even though in the 70s and the 80s and, the, and you know, early 90s, you still had the soap opera feel yeah, to that it. That was the best part. Yes, but there was also wrestling involved. And Correct. now... Don't sass me. Now, no, do whatever the hell I want, whenever I... <laughs> No, it was it. It was neat to watch them talk the, the, the trash back right. and forth, but you had to have a match eventually. And when I started watching stuff like SmackDown and Raw... And all that stuff, and I'm watching two hours of show, and I saw two matches. Right. Yeah, but it, I'm like, I can't, I can't take that. See, so let's hope that AA, AEW fixes that because well, it looks like they did. Again, it was all wrestling that Saturday night, and it was the wrestling that I saw. I was literally like, someone is going to die eventually, but it went. There was no, there was no stopping. Like the pacing of this entire pay per view was just nonstop, and every match got so good you forgot about the one before. Uh, the Dustin Rhodes versus mm. his brother Cody Rhodes was incredible. The bloodiest match I've ever seen. I think Dustin nicked his forehead a little too deep because the blood was so bad they had to change the mat cover for the ring after that. That's pretty solid. Either wow. that or he drank a fifth of vodka before Not, the match. Well, that could have been. Not that the blood made the match, to me. but it was like, oh, my God, this reminds me when I was a kid, like someone split their head open. Ric Flair was I what came to mind the most because that blonde hair, Dusty Rose too, man. They, those guys could bleed. Well, remember, his forehead was a yeah. mangled. Was you a remember mess. Barry Windham? Absolutely. Absolutely. Barry Windham. I got to meet him at the Strawberry Festival one time. He was signing autographs, and it literally looked like uh, that scene in Glory when Denzel takes his shirt off when they when they whip him and his back, his back is just scars. eat up. That was Barry Windham's forehead, and I'm like, dude, what happened to you? Yeah, in I mean, <laughs> just to. I mean, like I said, we won't spend too much time on it, but like I didn't know very many of the people in this pay-per-view, but now I want to know because they had guys that were so good 
that I now I want to see more. Well, it's the beginning. It's like it's yeah. like watching. It was like watching Iron Man. You didn't know right. anything about it. Now you want to see Iron Man two and all the other stuff. So yep. let's hope. Listen, WWE hasn't listened to its fans. They do whatever they want to do because they want to. And, and and you know what? Adam and John talk about this on on the Doc and Jocks wrestling. If you guys don't listen to it and you like wrestling, listen to the Doc and Jocks uh, wrestling episode that they post, especially last yes. week's because they talked about this show. Yes, and we all chatted back and forth all night through this whole show, and um, but it they, was crazy. They said they said WWE is one of the biggest businesses in the world it's one of the biggest organizations in the world billion dollar industry. and they don't listen to anybody except vince and triple h here's the and example. that's it and and you're gonna and when you have somebody that's going to give you what you want to see as opposed to having somebody tell you what you want to see i know which one i'm picking well and to me this is what is so crazy about it is when you have two companies that are basically rivals okay you have this amazing pay-per-view that everybody's talking about saturday night now and a lot of the topics in the chat rooms and stuff were like, okay, what's WWE going to do to rival that on Monday night? What are they going to do to try and come back and say, okay, look, they were, that was, we get it. Everyone's talking about it. We need to step our game up. It went 50 minutes into WWE Monday night raw before a match even started 50 My minutes. God. Of, and you know what? And that's, Richard, that's you're, you're familiar with wrestling. That's typical. To now with the with the way the WWE is now, that is so typical that they'll go almost an hour with all the drama and all the behind the scenes stuff without getting into a, an actual wrestling it's, match. So you took the anticipation of trying to one up what just happened. They did the exact opposite, and it was total shit. I don't even watch WWE live anymore. I'll DVR it, and I'll usually watch Monday Night Raw on Tuesday. I'll go through a three hour episode in ten minutes. Treat it like a NASCAR race. I'll record just, it and then go back and, and 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 that four and a half hour race takes 15 minutes yep so Absolutely. it was uh so the bottom line was it was just it was fun you know like i said aaron came over brought some amazing brought worse he brought his really cool son jonathan uh first time we got to meet him great kid because he's a michigan fan so we got along really well um had a great time it, it was a lot of fun i was doing something with my daughter and her boyfriend and they were in from california and uh you were on the flick app Yep. And I put my I, uh, on the weekends. I typically turn my ringer off anyway because I don't need customers calling me and bothering me. Uh, even though if you're listening, you guys are really important. Um, <laughs> but I, I picked my phone up at one point, and it had been about a 22 minute interval. It was 125 unread messages on the Flick app between these these clowns. Half on of this them were probably me. Uh, oh no no no! I think you're being super conservative, good sir. Well, I'm trying to you know be easy. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was I I I wasn't even there, and I had a good time. I just I'm reading it later, just chuckling away. Yeah, great. It, it was, was uh, but that's awesome. I'm glad there's somebody out there that can offer some competition because it sounds like they're going to, and that's what that's what they need. They need competition. Well, and Cody actually said after it was over that it's it's going to be a Tuesday night show and it's going to be two hours. I'm pretty sure it was Tuesday. It's not going to be on Monday night. It's not going to be on head to head, but Smart. on Tuesday night they're going to have you're going to have another show to watch, and it's. It's it's early. It was one show. It was amazing. But they have a couple pay-per-views lined up before they start in October. And it looks like the sky's the limit. And I can't wait. See, I'm not sure what to do because Tuesday night is my night to catch up on all my DVR shows. And I don't know what other night of the week I can watch four episodes of Young and the Restless. So this is going to kill <laughs> my time. You are a fan. I <laughs> Hardcore fan. Forever. Forever. Marlena. I love her. You know how I can tell you're a big fan? Why? Because you're probably ovulating right now. Oh, I, for two days. <laughs> yeah, I, I two can days. tell. Yep. I can tell. 
I got give me some of that baby making music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so Richard, you went to the movies this week. Yeah, we saw Godzilla Thursday night on and IMAX. I saw it as well. I didn't. I was across town when I saw it. Greg couldn't couldn't make it, but Greg hasn't even seen the first one yet. But we'll. I'm working on that. Jesus Christ, man. I just watched like 85 episodes of Game of Thrones for you. Give me a break. <laughs> Step your game up, man. Sir, yes, sir. So, Richard, what was your thought? No, I, I love Listen, I, the one thing I wanted to know is, what I, and I text you this, when you paid for Godzilla, I wanted to get Godzilla, and that's exactly what they gave me. I felt like a kid on a Saturday matinee, you know, watching a monster movie. You know who's giggling right now? Phil Eddie. Philip. Phil Philip Eddie. Eddie. He is the Godzilla expert like you are with Marvel. I listen. I loved, you know, I loved everything they did with him. You know, they gave him a little bit of personality in this one. Yes, right. And you know, the, I liked the look. Was he OCD? Was it like an OCD personality? <laughs> no, it's like he he kind of gets it. You know, in the old Godzilla movies, Godzilla he got it. He gets know? it like like seventies Shaft or like two thousands Shaft. No, I would <laughs> I would say he understands what's happening, uh, and he's kind of on your side, like but just cousin. don't don't mess with him or else. Hey, you know, I mean, slight spoiler. Dude had a throne. Yes, he that's had true. a legitimate throne. That's true, and we'll get into that in a minute. But is right. that why it was rated R? And this, no, it's not a R. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, and the other thing is, it gave us a lot of old school stuff, man. Which I just—I mean, I was just like a, a call you know, like a toddler, man. Just when they uh, when they gave me some old school stuff, the music they gave us the '70s Godzilla music yep. when he was introduced, and I mean, came, when he came out of the water, right? And uh, man, I just lost it at that point. I loved it. Yeah, there was the the thing that stood out for me the most because it was it was fun from start to finish, and they what I did like. Not even a knock in the first one. It took too long. Right. But before you finally got. But it was cool because when you got the payoff, it was huge. It was awesome. Correct. But in this one, they start flat out, like, big fights right off the bat. But the story that went behind why these Titans are on the planet, it's explained. And there's a good story. And to me, the story of why they were there, how they got to be there, was great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There were rules and you're okay with them? I said story, not rules. Oh, okay. Double checking. Oh, and yeah. here's call back. Call back to a previous Richard episode. Settle there. down, Charmin. Yeah, and here's the thing that's interesting, and I I noticed this immediately. But Vera Far Farmiga, what's her name? The actress Emma, the the, the the spoilers, the bitch mom. Yeah, the mother. She is no better than Thanos. Oh, if that bitch Why had a she glove, she had balls on her chin too. No, but <sighs> she she had balls. Her all right. Intent is the same intent as Thanos. Nice. Spoiler, it was judge, a, it was a good jury twist. and executioner. Love it. For the greater good. And they said that quite a few times, which again, you're right though. The story You notice what words they used twice in the movie when they were talking about her plan? Was it fuck? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Balance. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Thanos's theme so they're both all part movies, of the movies. <laughs> yes. Right? Thanos's theme through both movies was balance. Right. And yeah, it was uh, overall. I it was just fun, and <laughs> the tease of God or of King Kong like two or three times. A, a little cameo. Skull Island and Can or King Kong was actually shown for through highlights of what happened in Skull Island, of course. But it's flat out mentioned, and that heavyweight fight has been set. Yep, and I can't wait for it. I, I'm I'm excited. I, I, I want to see both of them. Oh, you I've, should I've, be. I've wanted to see both of them. Listen, you, I, have no you can choice, talk so. when I'm done. You okay? should be. 
I want to see the third one. I don't want to see Godzilla versus Kong. I want to see Godzilla and Kong take out Congress. Tag match. Ooh. Right? Tag team match. Because let's be honest, it's got a tough, tough order against Pelosi. So it could I, be a good time. Actually, I would like to see that. Right? Yeah, yeah but then we have a secret run-in with Cortez with a chair. <laughs> oh, shit. But the, but the kicker would be she wouldn't know how to unfold the chair. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Right. So, yeah, there we go. And that's about as political as I'll ever get. I know. I, I'm, I'm just being funny. I really want to see it. I'm sorry that I didn't get to see it. I would love to be able to talk to you with it about you. But even knowing about, about the movie it with stuff, you, even knowing about the movie and stuff to watch this, the way they the effects are nothing in this movie looks cheap at all. That's true. Like we, when you see entire I mean, she's at this part parts of countries destroyed. This shit looks real. That's yeah. pretty cool. It is. It's it's definitely I, a movie to see. We talked about Godzilla earlier. About how when we were little kids, they uh, on Saturdays we used to have the the on the independent channel in your area. They would uh, down here it was called Creature Feature. I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but they would show these fifties and sixties horror movies like The Blob and you know The Brain That Ate New York or something. It was the best when you got a a Godzilla movie or a Godzilla versus Mothra or even King Kong, because those were so fun. You could watch them and see the guy in the rubber suit, you know, shaking and the hands wiggling, and to bring that into the, the this era and give us the good special effects and it not look like Black Panther at the end. That to me would be the best part. Even if you've got the stuff, uh, if you've got all these different, <laughs> why, so why, true. dude. It's, but it's true because you, you could take this movie and you could bastardize it by saying, "Look, we're just going to put a, a whole shitload of these titans on the screen, and we're going to use you know the 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 CGI machine down at Dave and Buster's that you just put a couple of tokens into, and we get what we get." If they did it right, you can even forgive a little bit of story or, or whatever. But if they've got it all and it's that good, then Fucking A, man. I mean, give me more, right? You know what I can't forgive? That CGI shit show on Black Panther you keep bringing up. I, I, it's hard for me to forgive it either. That's God. why you bring it up. Fuck that last I mean, third what, of the movie. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, and, and, and listeners at home, I'm going from bottom to the top. I'm going Justice League, and then I'm going Black Panther, and then I'm going oh, 1972's no. No, no, no. Saturday Morning Cartoons. I'd put Justice League over Black Panther. Uh, Honestly, I, I would. I don't know if I'd go that far. Richard? I wow. think you've had too many of them ciders, but uh, I, I don't opinions know. vary. Don't judge me. I don't even know where to put those two as far as which one's like 1A or 1B the as far as bad. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. I, I think it's awesome that, that they've done a good job with it. I hope it doesn't end at Godzilla King Kong. The, the Titans looked amazing. Look, bottom line, if it makes money, they're going to make more movies. But right. the Titans, yeah, and, and again, they did... Uh, just to back up what Mike just said, they they really did a good job of, you know, um, building a story to introduce the Titans. Yeah, th- the effects were amazing, but like you said, the story was totally it made sense. Yes, it and did. It, it fit for what was going on. In you know, it took that first movie came out I think in 2014, so it's not like they just cranked out another sequel a year later. I Correct. Mean, it, it took right. four years to get this movie out, and it showed. And that's another reason why I think it, it ended up being so good. What are the chances we could get a Kong Godzilla tag team versus AEW All Stars? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, don't rule don't rule it out. I, I watch because one of the wrestlers that came back in AEW was Awesome Kong, who used to be in WWE. Wow, that's a great so, name. So there Trade you off. go. Yeah. Oh, she's wait, not, wait, wait. She's did you say Awesome Kong or Awesome, awesome Kong. Dong? She's very, very large. Because I wasn't available last Saturday night. You, right. Awesome oh, okay. Kong. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Gotcha. Yes. 
Oh, bef- uh, are we leaving the Godzilla talk? No. Um, keep going, what, man. What, what well, you got? Remember the one big criticism oh, I yeah. had? Okay, hold on, hold you on. You talk about a teaser. And now brought to you by Diet Coke, <laughs> Richard Alexander's <laughs> kicking the balls to the Godzilla segment. Well, no, because it was funny because Richard texted me hold, but, but, yeah, but, before ahead. you let it rip. He texted me because I only have one criticism, and you knew you were coming on the show at that right. point. Yeah. And I'm like, that son of a bitch is going to make me wait till Saturday to find out what is one criticism with Godzilla. Did he make you wait? Yes, I don't even know what it is yet, so go. Well, here's the thing, because as soon as I thought about it, I thought of Greg, because he always talks about rules, remember? Yes. You know, listen, I'll be, I'll be more than willing to suspend my belief system, but you got to keep it within these rules. Right. Okay. Would you not agree they took some insane liberties with nuclear radiation? Well, yeah, but... Like, it was no big deal, It man. was today, the it part was... of Mike will be played by Greg. <laughs> the fucking movie, Richard! <laughs> the, I mean, but at least they recognized it. Um, the, the the guy that played, um, he was a scientist with the glasses. They're like, hey, look, we need to stop here. Watanabe? No, the, the American guy. He was in Billy Madison. The, Adam Sandler? He had, like, he had, like, the white hair, the glasses. He was the smart oh, guy. Oh, yes, that, yes, yes. Actually, that, yeah. That recognized right. that if that sub goes any farther, the radiation level is getting super high. Yeah, he was, like, a comedic. They uh, at yeah. least recognized that, hey, look, we're dealing with some serious radiation here. We need to not go there. Yeah, but even at the end, Godzilla was just tremendously it, irradiated. And I'm like, I'm like people, hey, come on, man. Okay, yeah, well, you know, you're I, right. Listen, it... it it was just my little thing, but I thought, wow, you really yeah, but you know what treating that... nuclear radiation like it's fire, and it's not. No, they didn't. They treated it like steroids. But because how many Godzilla people... at the end, how awesome was that? No question. But again, you got uh, rules. The fallout from this is going to Pun kill intended. millions. Right? Yeah, I agree. You're right. But I had no problem with it because of what they did with <laughs> Godzilla at the end right. yeah. was just... Awesome. So what you're telling me is that the radiation was like steroids. So what we had yes. was, you know what it was more like it was more like sunlight to Superman. Yes. So what that's we a, that's had a better was, analogy. Yeah. We had we had a Godzilla that was pumped like he was about to win Mr. Olympia seven times in a row like Arnold Schwarzenegger standing there with no balls. But he was got his ass whipped. It's like first Avengers. Well, he had no balls because yeah. of the steroids. Remember first Avengers when Thor hit Iron Man with lightning and he said 400 percent increase in yes. capacity. It's like that. Yeah, very, very, basically same thing. Nice. Yeah. But the the ramifications of that were awesome. That's, yeah, that's... Worth seeing. So, yeah, I oh, I I'm get what you're it. saying. Right. And it does make perfect sense. But what they did with it made, made it totally worth it. And you know what? Again, it's just like, oh, my God, did I have fun? Was I entertained? Absolutely. Without a doubt. I'll go see it again. That's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah, really. Exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah, I, I really gave my AMC membership a workout this week. <laughs> Between that and um, another movie that I went to see, mm. I know you guys didn't, but I saw John Wick 3. Dude, I, I, you talk about ridiculousness, but at, at least this. I'll give John Wick series this. He reloads as much as he shoots, so that's a win. Uh, it's insane. Actually, yeah, I'm going to comment on Mike's uh, blog he wrote for the top five for fighting, and he really did a good job as far as, you know, writing how excited and enthused you were about, you know, what they're doing with this genre. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's funny because me, the the thought of me typing an article is hilarious in itself, because my <laughs> head's going so fast. My, I mean, I can type pretty good thanks to college. I actually went to college, 
surprisingly. So enough. you didn't go to Ohio State, all right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because I can type and I've never struck a woman. So yes, we ain't, we ain't here to go not. to no class. Yeah. Um, but it's fun because thinking of that movie and how much fun it was, like trying to get all of those thoughts into that article was was a struggle because it just I could not type as fast as everything was going through my head. I was super impressed when I read that article. There were like four words in there that were not monosyllabic. Mm. Uh, it was. It was. Mm. I'm. I'm like. You know what? Mike laid off the Bud Lights with lime that, tonight. That is high praise. He crushed it. I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to say it's a compliment. <laughs> and pro- point proven. <laughs> you know, one thing I always loved about the John Wick series, and we we we. I actually text you on this one. That is it. The ASPCA. No, you know what they. But they understand <laughs> that even though he is a killing machine, but he does have to reload occasionally, often. So, Right, often, and you know, it's not like you know Bucky's uh, automatic weapon where he never has to never reload. Ends. Yeah, it's it's a you know infinite ammo with Bucky's. See, I, don't, automatic. I don't know which one would piss me off the most. Like I watched you know movies like Commando with Schwarzenegger, right? And he's right. running through this compound. And he's got this. He's got this. You know, two uh, AR-15 or whatever you want to call it from the from the day. And he's shooting, 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 and he never reloads. Right, and you're like. Ah, oh, that's bullshit. He never reloads. But then you watch a guy like John Wick who reloads 42 times in a 13 minutes. Where did he carry all those clips? In his belts. Actually, they do show they, you they him show carrying. Him go. Yeah. He's loading up belt. It, again, I, I hate using the word realistic, but it is basically realistic because they show all the shit this guy's carrying under his jacket. Well, we just saw it's John everywhere. Wick. We just saw John Wick 2 last night, and not, not only when he runs out of ammo, he takes the enemy's gun so, and, and uses that. It's just little things like that. That I'm good but, with. Yeah. But that being said, <laughs> rules. the series is what it is. It doesn't try to be anything other than that. No. It's Look, you just don't fuck with a guy's dog, okay? Bottom line. If you do, you're going to die. Especially right? a beagle. A beagle Especially puppy. a brand-new puppy beagle. Spe- yeah. You know, not to change the subject, you're right. You don't fuck with a guy's dog. We're at Magic Kingdom in Orlando this week. <laughs> <laughs> and leave it to Disney World to have one of their guard dogs be a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> wow. Can I say that's a dick move? Oh, uh, yes, it is. It is, right? Cocker like, Spaniel. What's, what's it going to do? Lick me to death? Anyway. Cocker Spaniel? No, I, yeah. Oh, okay. I, oh. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> See, when I don't laugh, you guys are that was that, that was too good to let slip by. That was too good to slip by. Oh, that reminds me of another. Um, and I, it was wrong. It wasn't a Cocker Spaniel. It was a, it was a yellow lab. To go back to, um, <laughs> to re- I don't know how I forgot this because I was so excited to talk about it. To go back to Godzilla really quick. I know you had an incident sort of when you went to go see, I think it was Avengers. It was Endgame. Endgame. Um, there was somebody, I don't know who, in the crowd at Godzilla that really made this movie realistic because it really smelt like a burning, dying city and wow. burning flesh or whatever. Like, I don't know what attic this guy had been in for 15 hours or what MMA three-round three fight he just came from. Smell, if you're going to the movies, just shower. Public service announcement. Yes, that, that's, a, that's a nice tip. Wash Thank your you. ass. Look, <laughs> because at the least. At the least, wash, wash your, your ass. ass. But it really did. Like when the city was on fire and everything was burning, I'm like, oh, this is kind of realistic. I, I used to like to go places. I used to like to do Not things. Anymore. No, no I'm, and, you, and you're laughing while you say that. And I have this look of, of, of just straight up honesty and, and deathly going to tell you the truth about this whole thing. It used to be fun to go out in public. You didn't have to worry about people being dicks or being rude. Here's my grumpy old man coming out at me. 
I can't go to the movies because it doesn't matter where I sit in the theater. I get that one asshole that decides they're going to chew a whole fucking pack of Trident with their mouth open for two and a half hours. Mouth breathers. I can't, I can't go to a I can't go to a concert because I get that one jackass that's going to sit in front of me the whole show and stand up and play air guitar like you fucking know the chords to feels like the first time. I can't go I can't go to a comedy concert. Because every time the comedian makes a joke, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened to me. No, you fucking don't because it didn't <laughs> happen to you. It happened to him. Hey, People ruin that shit, and I can't stand it anymore. It drives me crazy. Greg, do you need, do you need a hug? <laughs> you okay? Maybe, maybe a beer. Are you okay? Just, But, I mean, seriously. I, hey, listen, I get it. In what world is it not okay to take a shower before you go sit in a room with 300 other people? No. To be fair. You might as well just show up in a fucking thong. But... <laughs> to be fair, on that point, remember what state we live in, Florida. Jackass capital of the world. I got I got news for you. I was talking this week to a couple people from California, and it ain't no better out there. <laughs> yeah, and a, lot, it's... and a lot more people. <laughs> but then again, it could be worse. We could be in Ohio. This, this. Okay, so you went and saw Godzilla. Yeah. I'm looking at Richard for all those out there in TV land. And you went and saw Godzilla and John Wick. Yeah. Well, we went and saw Brightburn. I, dr- I drug your ass to a movie this morning. You didn't drag me. You asked me. I kind of wanted to see it. We went and saw Brightburn this morning. Yes. What'd you think? Well, this movie I'd wanted to see for two reasons. One, because James Gunn did it, and James Gunn is good at making movies. Um, is he the director or the producer? He is the director. Okay. So th- this is a James Gunn movie. He's the producer. Okay. James Gunn was the producer. I don't remember who directed it. It was written by his brothers. Okay. Sean and somebody else. I don't know who the director is. But you know he can't direct it because he's busy actually doing real movies. Well, don't I feel like an asshole? You shouldn't feel like an asshole because you look amazing. <laughs> so anyway, it's a James Gunn movie. It was. His name's it was all produced. over it. The yes, commercials it have James Gunn's name. All three of the, gen- all three of the Gunn brothers are there. Yes. The, they're all, it seems like whenever he does a movie, they're all involved with it, which is cool. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, nepotism is a great thing if your brother's awesome. As long as they're talented. Right. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Right? Honey Badger don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the The premise of having a super, a young Superman who completely is not good, as which is pretty realistic pretty much for the way the world goes these days, what would happen... If basically young Superman was a total asshat and just evil. And that's what really made me want to see this. And for a movie that was made for $7 million, I was pretty impressed. Is it a phenomenal movie? No, but what it is, it's a very well-made, low-budget, $7 million movie that has a pretty dark story that ropes you in. Um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was a dark story. It was dark. I mean, this kid was bad. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, I'm going to say this. <sighs> I forgot ready. I forgot to grab my roll of toilet paper out of the bathroom so I can sit on the table oh. and get started. So I'll here's what it. happened. I'll get no. it at the break. I think this movie was about an hour and 40 minutes long. It was under two hours. And the only boobs I saw were on the dead woman at the very end. <laughs> oh, that's why, a good point. Why am I going to go watch it? No, I'm kidding. The, uh, you know what? I'm what? not. <laughs> that's a good point. This movie was... Um, I think I think it's underperforming at the box office. I can't tell you why. It's better than what it's doing at the box office because it's for going sure. up against Godzilla and John Wick three. It's going up against the big boys, but they should know that when they when they pick their release date. So I don't I don't necessarily buy that. That this movie tested well enough with audiences that they said this needs a an early 
June, late May release. This should have came out in February. It, it, it should have. If it had come out in February or March, this movie blows, knocks it, knocks it off the charts. It's great. Right. The story was the story was a tad bit predictable. There was a twist at the end. I didn't see coming. I, I expected it to end a little bit different. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Um, I did enjoy seeing Roy get his, um, even though I just ruined it for somebody. Roy from the office. From the office. Um, what I liked was this was it. If you guys are, are are not sure about this movie, it is a horror movie. This is not a science fiction movie. No doubt. It's there. There is not. There's not a lot of blood. Not a lot of gore. There's not a lot of jump scares. It's not the stupid shit that you see when you go see. Uh, like there were more jump scares in the Annabelle trailer beforehand than there was in this whole movie. There's only like maybe one jump scare, which I think are overused. Richard does not like horror movies. Annabelle gotcha. would probably put you into therapy. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably have changed my underwear three times. I didn't even watch the trailer. Yeah, I, th- I don't thought you. of you when the trailer was going. I'm like, man, this would really fuck up Richard. What I liked about this movie, though, was it kind of is a callback to the old-time horror movies because even though there were some special effects in this, this movie was not overloaded with CGI. It was just creepy because of the way that it was shot and the things that were happening and it it was nice. There was a couple of bloody parts, but not like over the top bloody parts. It was story driven. It was story driven. Um, I feel like if you're not sure if you want to see this movie in the theaters, you should rent this movie when it comes out or watch it. This is this is definitely a watchable movie, and all the acting in it was great, and the story was good. The special effects were good. There's like four or five comic book lines out there, and I read an article about one of them the other night, and I can't remember what the name of it was. And I'm gonna find it. I'll post it on the website. That this is a precedent too. So they kind of took a mismatch of all these comic lines and threw it together. But it was really, it was really well done, and really leaves itself open for a legitimate sequel. Like, okay, my favorite Halloween movie or horror movie ever is Halloween because right. it changed the genre. But Michael Myers dies at the end, but yet he's still around in Halloween three hundred and forty-seven. Michael gets a Walker, so <laughs> it's just you know one. what I mean. They kill him in every fucking movie. Listen. When you have a name that badass, you just don't go away. Michael Myers? Mike. Uh, uh, well, Mike. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's for sure. I mean, come on. Mike, I mean, it's right, it ranks right up there with herpes. You just, just can't saying. get rid of it. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> All year long. So for, it, this, it, was, it was good. It was really – it was a fun watch. It was. Um, I wasn't upset that it cost me twenty four fifty at all to see it. Twenty four fifty, your ass. <laughs> it, it, it was like what, five fifty? I think it was six seventy five. And yeah. I'll pay that for a movie all day long, especially when you're like you're basically the only people in the theater. Yeah, which was nice. But I, I think you'd like it, Richard. Uh, you know, I I love that whole concept. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why Marvel is having such a trouble trying to write for the century, right? Because he is psychologically unbalanced. I mean, the guy's literally you know schizophrenic, and you you can't count on him. Now, for and everybody because, listening that doesn't know who Sentry is... Yeah, Richard, this is a podcast about other stuff, not <laughs> comic books, well, for fuck's sake, all right? Yeah, Sentry is Marvel's Superman. Okay. Basically, just completely unbeatable and just has powers beyond... But kind of know, flips back and forth between the Dark Avengers and a good guy and different things, right? Well, he has this, this, um, you know, this entity inside of him called the Void, and if the Void gets released... You know, forget it. It's it's all over because it's it's century evil. I have that entity, uh, but it's got to be <laughs> filled Christ. with fried chicken, or it, it, it shit goes crazy. I <laughs> I, but I, you know, I honestly think that's why Marvel's having trouble including him in anything. Really, he's just it, first of all, he's crazy powerful, but when he's evil, he's Superman evil. Yeah. But I love that concept. So I think just hearing you two guys talk about this, this is going to be on have my. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Private list. Ryan? Save it, Private Ryan. Of course. Of course. 
There's nothing in this movie worse than Private Ryan. And and actually Private Ryan oh, it's way worse. score-wise is much worse than this movie. There's me I off the top of my head I can only think of the Two jaw minutes. the 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 jaw scene which yes. when I say really jaw wasn't scene that if you bad watch it, it was about 3 seconds. Yeah, and it's it's not overly gory for the sake of being gory. It does not do that. Like I said, this is a story-driven movie it is. with some pretty good effects. Out of that 7 million dollar budget, 6 of it probably went to effects. In the third act. Yeah, and, for sure. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Let, let's be honest. The reason Superman is who he is, you know, truth, justice, the American way, because deep down at the end the of the Jews. day. No, well, deep down <laughs> at the end of the day, he grew up on a farm, and he's a child of the Kents. Oh, this kid's straight up on a farm too, bro. Funny story. You know, middle of Kansas. This takes place on a farm in Kansas. Right. Yeah, I, I know. Ex- exactly. See, that. what but, actually happens is he goes batshit crazy. Because Kansas's football program is so fucking bad, <laughs> it just drives him to he, he can't he can't cope anymore. He's like, "Who am I gonna go see? Who, what pro team is near me? Oh, nobody. Fuck nobody. this. Yeah. It's over." That's how Spartan fans feel. Yeah, but you know, it's just it's an amazing concept, man. I, I love the whole concept of what if Superman became bad, and this kid does, and he is when he flips his shit and he's evil. It's this kid is straight. Bad. I, I love the theme, man. I really do because it, it it hasn't been done enough, or it hasn't been done at all. And so overall, I would say go see it. If if you like horror movies in general, thriller movies, or I would really call it more of a suspense movie than I would a horror movie. I would, to too. be honest with you, it uh, wasn't. You know, when I think a horror movie, I think of something like um, uh, horror movies. To me, are Friday the Thirteenth and 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 Halloween, where you see body parts getting hacked off. I got. I really honestly have no use for those. They they don't do it for me. A good suspense movie like the original Halloween, I, I can get on board with. Uh, there's several, you know, Signs to me was a suspense movie. Right. Yes. But it, it, I don't mind blood, but I don't I don't need it. So I, if, if it's you like sir, that stuff, if, go see it. If it when it's done just for the sake like Saw movies, it's done just for the sake of having gore in the movie. But you take a movie like The Shining, when there's bad stuff that happens, mm. it really packs a punch because it's not happening all throughout the movie. Correct. And to me, when you say horror, The Shining comes to mind because that movie was flat out disturbing it as was, a kid. It was a horror. It, it's a straight up horror movie. You're right. It, but it, but it's it's horror element is the suspense. Right. Is the watching him turn. It's not. It's not like some guy. Yeah. Like some guy walks into his living room and he gets his head chopped off, his arm chopped off, his feet chopped off, and then somebody eats it. That's like, well, no, I don't, I don't need that shit. Yeah, it, so it doesn't really do yeah. much. No, you're right. But those, those, that's what makes a really good horror movie for it, me, if you want to get right down to it, right. is more the suspense element. I don't like watching – sorry, Richard. I don't like watching a movie where you give me 85 jump scares just because that's all you can fucking write. You know, I, I think the Joker coming out with Joaquin Phoenix is going to be that Descent into Madness type of horror movie. It's got a very Kubrick feel to it. Yes. It really, it really does. Yes, I agree. God, what an um, ass that guy had. I know we were talking about this before we started, and <laughs> what the? <laughs> Greg is officially off the rails. <laughs> You're cut I off. Just, I just wanted to see. I just want to see the look on Richard's face when I said that. Yeah. For did. those of you watching at home, he's still trying to process that information. He's having a, having a tough time with it. Continue, please, Mike. The. Uh, the Joker trailer with Joaquin Phoenix, I know we talked about earlier in our summer movie preview, even though it comes out in October. This trailer for this movie, to me, looks better every time I watch it because Joaquin Phoenix looks like he's going to nail it. I, I, We've said it before. I really hope it's good. I really we, hope we it's all good. Do. Right, we we right. all want it. No, no one wants to see a Joker movie do bad. I want. I, this is what I want. I want it to be such a big hit that he's actually the Joker. 
going forward. I don't want him to nail this and then them say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Jared Leto, even though he might have been good at it because I haven't seen Suicide, Suicide Squad yet. But, you know, that's like that's like having Rocky 1 where it's Sylvester Stallone and Rocky 2 is like, you know, River Phoenix or Christopher right. Reeve. Wow. Just keep it. Keep. I mean, seriously, that's one of the things that makes the Rocky franchise so good is that you're invested in these characters. Star Wars is the same thing. You're invested in those characters. Right. You keep giving me somebody different. And I walk into that movie not going, man. Ryan Reynolds is the shit as Deadpool. It's, I wonder how this new guy is going to be as Deadpool. Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, DC. Assholes. Um, but but let's 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 hope they nail it to the point where they they walk up to Joaquin Phoenix, they knock on his door, and he says hello, and they said yes, we got these two dump trucks here that we just need to drop this money on your driveway for you to do the next one. Let's hope it's that good. All right. Speaking of that. Speaking. Speaking of that. Of that good segue, Greg. Um, I think that you should hold what you got going on, because I know where you're going. I do that all the time. Gets me in trouble a lot. Uh, then I think you should proceed. Let's take a break, refill our drinks. We'll come back, and then I will proceed to play your part and shit all over something. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, no, no. I didn't know you were going to shit on something. Oh, I don't yeah. think I can wait. <laughs> See you in 30 seconds. Yeah. Wait, wait. Please. Please don't skip. Don't skip. G'day, listener of the podcast. This promo is interrupting. I'm Chad, the host of the Cheers Big Ears podcast, and I can already hear you ask, what is Cheers Big Ears about? It's adult beverages and not so adult conversation. Each episode myself, a co-host, and sometimes a guest have some alcoholic beverages and we, we talk about everything and nothing and, and something. We talk movies, life, things we love, things we hate, and a ton of other stuff that I, I really, at the moment, can't remember. It's a conversation while getting drunk. Hey, it's a, it's a drunk conversation. And now we do movie drunken terries. They are movie audio commentaries like you get on a DVD or your Blu-ray, only drunk and far less professional. So far we've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and The Karate Kid, which is my favorite one so far, with many more to come. So why not give Cheers Big Ears a listen? It's fun, it's silly, it's sometimes serious, but it's always drunk. Every episode is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, not Google Play. That's a that's a story for another day. And you can find our any social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you can follow us. So give us a listen. You won't regret it. Okay. You probably will. Cheers. Okay, guys. That was our friend Chad from Cheers Big Ears. Same goes, big nose. As you can tell, he is one of our Australian Pottern, uh, Pottern family brethren. And uh, they got a really fun show that they do over there. Um, give him and his mates a listen and hear what it's like to get drunk internationally. His mates. It's a good time to listen to three guys talk about whatever they want to talk about, you know, while they're pounding brews. It's a good, 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 good time. Good time. Uh, also, this week we want to give some shout-outs to Detroit Sports Podcast. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Keep it going. Uh, I love listening to you. Um, uh, Thirst, Thirst and Down and Mike, Mike and Oscar. Also this week... Mike, we got a, a reward for one of your buddies there. You brought into the fold with Mr. Philip Eddy. Legend. We got a, we got a new social media feature this week, uh, and it's called the Meme of the Week from our super fan, Phil. If you've been hanging around our social media pages, you may have noticed him. He's very active on our pages, so we decided to give him his own weekly feature, Phil's Meme of the Week. <laughs> we'll post our pick of Phil's Meme every Wednesday on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you think you can top him, comment the Phil's Meme of the Week with yours, and we'll do a head-to-head -head showdown every Saturday to see who comes out on top. With, with, with like a poll? 
With a vote? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We'll, we'll pick the best, and then it'll be a poll. And the winner will get to say they won. And beat Phil, <laughs> which is nice. Mm, beat Phil. Yeah. All right, so, guys, <laughs> I'm known around here for having a Costco-sized storage of Charmin in my bathroom because I like to shit on stuff. But this week... You shit on a lot of things. We are going to turn over Charmin Circle to Mr. Mike Putnam. Wow. Yeah, that's um, that is unusual. It's 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 an esteemed honor. You, you like a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, I, I like a lot of things. I'll tell you what, I don't like <laughs> fucking Sparkle Boy from Twilight being the next Batman. Oh boy! How I, in the hell can you be upset about that? How how can I? This guy has acting chops, the like of which we have not seen since 1970s Spider-Man on TV. Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Listen. I know, and I've read a lot of things this this past week uh, saying, you know, he's getting the same criticism that Christian Bale got. He's getting the same criticism that Val Kilmer got. He's getting the same criticism that Heath Ledger got when he was cast. My rebuttal is that eat a dick. Listen, I saw wow, Twilight. That, that is pithy. A bag of of them, a large bag, like a five guys size bag of fries, but no, a five guys size bag of dicks. Mm. Oh, my God, you had me at five guys. Right? I watched Twilight. Two bag of dicks in there, and let's just go right now. Right? I watched Twilight for one reason years ago, and that was so I knew what I was shitting all over. And that was was after the Blade trilogy, which Wesley Snipes, people can criticize the third one all they want. I thought that was the best one, just because. Just because you love Ryan Reynolds. Because Because Ryan Reynolds Reynolds made that movie. Um, For me, it's Jessica Biel. She had some amazing scenes in that movie as well. Yes. In the in the subway, amazing. I cannot see. Does this, does this go back to the boobs comment from earlier? <laughs> it does. It okay. absolutely does. As long as we're on the same page, we are always. Boobs will always win out. Robert Pattinson <laughs> as Batman is absolutely. I I don't see it. I can't get excited about it. Now it's like whatever. Okay, I'm going to steal a page from you. Go. And I agree with this page when you say this. Uh, we talked, uh, obviously, last week was our Game of Thrones episode. Yep. And everybody was all upset about the, the series finale of Game of Thrones. Except and, us. And you posted, well, I mean, we had issues with it, but we weren't like, fuck this. Oh, I'm going to burn down the house. Oh, I'm going to kick my cat. Why? You said, don't tell us why it's shitty. Or don't, don't just say it's shitty. Tell us why it's shitty. So tell me why you're not happy with Robert Pattinson being cast. Because I have not seen Robert Pattinson in anything that convinces me that he's going to make a good Bruce Wayne. And if you don't have a good Bruce Wayne, you're going to have a shit Batman. Richard, would you not agree? I know you're not a DC guy, but you no, know enough about but, Batman. But I will say this as far as when I when they pick somebody to play an, an icon. Right. One thing I want to see immediately is I want to see if physically this person is built like a Captain America. Right. I want to see if this person's built like Batman. I, I, it, I don't. I don't see it exactly. I, I don't see nothing in this that makes me convinced that he's going to fill the role as Batman. You don't want to. I. I'm with Richard, but for a different reason. Batman is a mid thirties character. Some of the comic book lines have him as an old Bruce Wayne coming out of retirement, things like that. But he's a mid-30s. He's very haggard. He's very uh, brooding, grizzled. He's very brooding. That's the word he's, you always hear. He's, he's an adult that understands that life sucks. 
and he's there to try and make it better for everybody. I did not think that I would have liked um, oh, son of a bitch. They read Michael Keaton. I did not think that I would have liked Michael Keaton as a, as a Batman. But you know what? He gave you that persona. Bruce Wayne. Yes, as Bruce Wayne. Because anybody can be Batman because all you see is a pair of lips. Right. Right? I don't know if Pattinson can pull off that part. Anybody can pull off the stunts in the suit. Anybody. Including my six-year-old nephew. You put him in the suit and you put him on the trip wires. What a, live right. wires. It's that it's that Bruce Wayne that we're going to get. And I don't need oh, oh god you like you like you like werewolves. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not it's not I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. And you know what? People bitched about Ben or uh, Affleck as Batman. And I, I got to be honest with you, they kind of nailed it because he's not a good Batman. I was not one of them. I thought he was awesome as Bruce uh, Wayne. I, I liked really. As, yeah, I, I liked them as both. I, well, I enjoyed maybe it. Maybe it's just that I didn't like the movies overall. I've but. said this constantly that whenever you get an actor to play a particular role in any kind of superhero movie, you cannot have a movie where it's two hours of Iron Man. You can't have a movie where it's two hours of Peter Parker. Because everybody in the oh, audience... Oh, I disagree, sir. Well, everybody in the audience is waiting for that transformation to occur. You take Tom Holland and you put him on the screen with no shirt on, two hours, I'm in. Wow. Well, <laughs> and let's talk about this. Superman did it best, right? Superman did it best because there's a moment where everyone's waiting for Clark Kent to tear open his shirt to show the S symbol, right? Yeah. Yep. Because we're all waiting for that transformation moment. Because that gets you excited. You can't have a two-hour movie on Clark Kent. No, you're right. You're you right. have to. And, you know, that's what I always think about. Whenever they pick Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, to play Dr. Strange, I say, there's got to be that moment where he's going to change. And we're going to go along for that ride, that, you know, that metamorphosis, that transformation. And when I, I mean, I agree with Mike, man. When I saw, you know, when I saw uh, Diggory from Harry Potter, Goblet yeah. of Fire, I went, Diggory, I wasn't, yeah. yeah, Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory, yeah. I wasn't super happy with the choice either. I, I feel like, uh, and, and here we go. I'm going to reiterate what I said just a minute ago. Here we go. We've got <laughs> Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Rise of the Dark Knight, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League, and we've got five, now six, different Bruce Waynes. Damn. He, For fuck's sake, I'm man. In, I'm impressed with what you just did there, man. Yeah. That's top notch. You started out from 1999. Oh, it took me four hours to learn those. Yep. Yeah. Listen, I'll be the first to admit, I hope I'm wrong. I, I honestly do. And, and honestly, another thing to, I mean, in fairness, I haven't seen a ton of stuff from this guy. He may have the ability to do it, but we haven't seen it. We haven't seen anything. If you're going to watch some of his little indie foreign Cannes Film Festival movies, which I've apparently he's done, no, we've seen him do one thing. Sparkle in the sunshine as a vampire. Yeah. But there's a lot of actors out there who are fucking phenomenal that do those indie films, that do the, the dramas that we don't necessarily get into because it's just not our speed. Right. And they're amazing actors. But that doesn't mean that Peter Dinklage could pull off Thor. Just because he's a great actor doesn't mean that you're right for a part. And we've seen that... With the stud actors, I've seen Robert De Niro in some movies where he fucking sucked. I've seen Al Pacino where you're like, I'm 10 minutes in and you're turning that off. You've got 
to True. take True. a little bit of what you're pulling from the source material and make it work with someone who's not 145 pounds soaking wet in full combat gear going, I'm Batman. Right. Except it's going to be like, I'm Batman. To expand on what Richard said, and I think you nailed it, You, it's, it's not Iron Man that we want to see. Like, you can't have Iron Man without Tony Stark. Uh, absolutely. And Robert Downey Jr. is now Tony Stark. He is, yeah, he is Tony Stark. I, I, well, not you, anymore. You but. won't see another Tony Stark spoilers, but if that one half of that persona... <laughs> just does, straight up through spoilers and I didn't even catch it. <laughs> I know, Well right? done. I know, it's only been, I don't know, three weeks, four weeks. If you don't have half of the... We're talking about a comic book movie, so you have to have that other side of the persona, when in this case is Bruce Wayne, probably the biggest character in DC because he's had more movies than any other superhero... Honestly, mathematics don't lie. It's he's had more movies than any other superhero, Marvel or DC, for sure. Agreed. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and probably, arguably, DC's biggest character and a five-year TV show. And a, yeah, right. exactly. Right. So and how many animated shows? So you're telling me the best you got, the one that won out the role for another alleged trilogy, which is what we're hearing. It's oh. Edward. This is this is what this feels like to me, Edward. Edward, Edward. Edward. are you Team Edward? With that, or are you not Team Edward? Sparkling personality. This feels to me like shit. You're watching. <laughs> you're watching. I, I don't know. I'm gonna go football because that's my go-to in sports. You're watching. Uh, you're watching your team. And uh, here's a perfect example. Three or four years ago, when Derek Carr was uh, on on the route to being MVP. And I think in week 14 or 15, he broke his leg, right? Yep. And the and the Raiders were like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? We're the number one two seed in the AFC. What are we going to do? Let's oh, let's call Greg. He, he played quarterback 45 years ago. Right. This is like you lost your stud two minutes before the Stanley Cup final, and you're like, um, hey, anybody in the arena here ever played hockey? <laughs> That's what this feels like. It's, it's, You're right. it's like they're worried about who's popular with the girls, and they're worried about who they can afford but still has some star power. And if you're picking a guy – Or who's not currently working. Or who's not currently working because the Twilight movies ended 45 years ago, it just I – don't, I don't get it. I, I, but that's – but you know what? Again, we don't run DC, so obviously because if we did, their movies would be watchable. The other thing I've always thought is it, it kind of really doesn't matter for you to get a name guy because look what Marvel did with Brie Larson. I mean, who the hell was Brie Larson? Look what Marvel did she with won an everybody. Oscar, well, she won an Oscar for Room. Are you talking about before she won the Oscar? No, no. She won an Oscar for Room, right. and then Marvel picked her to But play. before Room, did you know who Brie Larson was? That's my point. What did right. she do? The first thing that she came out with on social media, she posted – a picture of herself wearing a Captain Marvel pajamas reading Captain Marvel. Right. And a year and a half of introducing everybody who Brie Larson was. I can I can do I can do even better than that. Brie Larson has an Oscar. What yeah. did Tom Hiddleston have before he was cast as Loki? Chris Hemsworth. Uh, right. Let's just keep Correct. going. Let's just keep go, just go down the list of all Scarlett Johansson. Yes, she had some movies, but right. she wasn't Scarlett Johansson. All of those characters that Marvel does, they have these 
that you don't need to get right. Al Pacino to right. play Batman. You Agreed. need someone right. who fits the part. And you know what? Would probably be better off because you could take some of that $85 million a picture salary that this guy's going to ask for right. and put it into the movie. That, see, and for the year and a half that it's going to take, I mean, they just announced that he's going to be uh, Bruce Wayne, right? Right. So in the year and a half that it's going to be in pre-production, post-production, while they're filming it, go out on the press junkets, do your interviews, get the get United, you know, America, the world, get them to to be your biggest fan. Start convincing us, exactly, because you're going to you know need what? it. You crystallize exactly. How about what I'm start trying to, trying to convince us? Well, we're talking about DC, so. You know, they've had two hits in Wonder Woman and Aquaman, which I still stand by are phenomenal movies. Um, but still haven't seen Aquaman, but I want to. It's Wonder Woman, I'll give it. It was a it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Oh, Richard hasn't seen it either. Why don't you bust his balls no, about it? He me? has. No, he has. I can't. He's a lawyer. He has. Isn't that like what? <laughs> you know, that, fuck this. I'm done. Isn't it assault? <laughs> no, to Mike's credit, man, he has told me repeatedly, you need to see this movie. You and I, this movie. I've got a pretty good handle on I mean, I've known you for a few years now. i got a good handle on what I think Richard will like and what he won't like. And he, I, he, I know in his mind he thinks he won't like Aquaman because of DC's history. But if you can take that out of it, Aquaman is a good, fun movie. Why? Because Jason Momoa was in it. And he crushes it. And he makes you want to see more Aquaman. I got you. And for two hours and 20 minutes, it's a long movie, but it's a good movie. It's fun. I'm not. I, I, Watch I, the I, goddamn I, movie. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, okay. All right. On that note, uh, there was another piece of news that was week leaked this week that is rumor at this point. Um, Listen, and that, she said she was 18. Look, I didn't think I was. I didn't think I was interviewing R. Kelly. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on right what's here. The forecast, R. Kelly, the teens. R. Yeah, the forecast is going to be in the teens. R. Kelly likes him a lot younger. Than yeah, he that. a lot younger. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like in the womb. He cruises. He, he cruises pre-Ks for God's sakes. Pre-Ks. There was take, a. Who's he taking to the spring formal? <laughs> so one of the rumors is that because of the merger. I, I, a merger is an air quotes. It, it was a straight up buyout from Disney and Fox uh, that now we've got the X-Men properties, the Fantastic Four properties and the Deadpool properties. Thank God that they're talking about in Spider-Man three, which is as, as of yet untitled and not even in production yet. Right. That Deadpool is going to make an appearance okay. in the Spider-Man three movies. Speaking of that. And there's nobody in this room that likes Deadpool more than I. And I think that's already been established. Granted. I have some issues at home that I've read that are basically team-up issues or a run of issues where those two are working together. And it is absolutely hilarious because he does nothing but annoy the shit out of Spider-Man through the entire story. There's one, it's the, they're, they're staking out like this house and they're in an attic and Spider-Man's going through looking for clues and stuff. And Deadpool, Are they looking for old wiring and stuff? Whatever it oh, may okay. be. Checking. And then in the next panel, he's dressed up in like an old 70s maid outfit, like, you know, doing the bow and the cur- it, it's it's just stuff like that. I've seen it. That's you loaned funny. it to me. You're I read right. it. I laugh my ass off. Right. But I don't think this is going to happen. It can't. As much as I and I, listen, I'm not one of those guys that's going to bang the R rated has to happen with Deadpool drum. If it's good and it's funny. And personally, I think you could do one thing. And Richard, back me up if you think I'm right or wrong. If you were to bleep Deadpool in a movie that's, say, PG-13, 
and have him get annoyed about the bleep, that's gold. Well, that that's Deadpool. Yeah. To a team. That, that's staying within the character. Yeah. It, without a doubt. Yeah. So if just, you wanted to do a single movie to, enter, to, to have that, say, just like in the comics, a single run of this kind of movie, I have no problem with it. I don't think it's going to happen. Just so you know, Richard, when you're not here, he never says, hey, Greg, back me up on this. <laughs> He's a lawyer. <laughs> that means credibility. <laughs> what? That's right. I, I think it would be hysterical. It would be hysterical to bleep it, him. It could work. It, it could work, but it's not what we want to see from Deadpool. I just watched Deadpool 2 the other night with oh. my daughter again, who'd never seen it, and I forgot how dirty exactly it was. And it's, it's not dirty to the point that it's vulgar. It's dirty, funny dirty. You know okay, what I mean? But let me take that point and expand on it further. How many movies in a row can you make like that before people start? I've seen it already. I like. I, I. I get it. It. It's happened. You. If say you take a hard left turn, and you do Spider-Man three, and you have dead. You just. You bring him in as like a, a small part or like say just in the third act he shows up or something happens, and you do something like that that is PG thirteen, and people are like, holy shit, they actually did this and they pull it off. Now you've opened up. Even more stuff you can do with the character, which I'm all for. I, I'm for it. I just don't know if Disney is willing to take that gamble. If Di- if Disney is willing to ride that R rating, which Bob Iger has already said, Disney has a place for R-rated Deadpool movies. Yes, for Deadpool movies, not yes. not Spider-Man is what I'm saying. I don't know if they want to cross over a Spider-Man. Well, you won't that take. Uh, we haven't talked about this, but Disney does not own Spider-Man. No, 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 it's still based. It's a co-op it's, thing. I, Sony owns it, and then he's in their pictures. I don't think Sony. I don't think they're going to allow Spidey to to be teamed up with Deadpool. Where's their corporate headquarters? If we need, if this needs to happen, do I need I to call somebody? They're just too, call somebody. It's I got just, a fucking Louisville well, slugger I, I, in the in the I, I Richard. Do, Richard will defend me, <laughs> right? No, I that <laughs> I definitely Mike? will. Yeah. He's a lawyer. <laughs> he's a lawyer. <laughs> no, I I think in the comic books it's a. Totally different galaxy than working on film. Absolutely, because they are two total different ends of the spectrum as far as morals and judgments and convictions. They're, they're not on the same plane at all. Yeah. Peter but Parker, Peter Parker, and yeah. In Deadpool two, they already planted that seed where he actually cared about that kid and wanted to save him <laughs> rather than have Cable put a hole in his head. The Deadpool movie character is slightly different from the comic book character. One hundred percent. Deadpool comic character is mercenary. Out for me, fuck everybody else. The most important part of it is still there, and that's the humor. It is the humor. I, right. I agree with you. Agreed. I think they can build a lot around this Deadpool character. I mean, listen, if you do me an hour and a half movie and the best you can come up with is shirtcock in it, I'm good. I'll take it. That was a legendary that scene, That was by incredible. Way. You only got to – so as far as what people are willing to see, the, the numbers have spoken. People are willing to watch, watch Deadpool, but I think they watch Deadpool because they want that Deadpool – and I don't know how people would feel about going, even though the bleeping him is brilliant and getting into an argument with the camera. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. It is brilliant. How much of that can you watch in a movie? Oh, I, I didn't mean yeah, constantly, no, no, but know, if I it know. happens a few times, right. great. But, but but Disney flirting with that R rating with Spider-Man and having to deal with Sony flirting with that R rating no, with Spider-Man. I, let, let me clear, I, don't, I just don't think it could happen. Let me clear myself up on that. At no <laughs> point do I think that Anybody is going to take Spider-Man and put him in an R-rated movie. That'll yeah. never happen. And that's why I you don't can't think that do that. Will happen. Yeah. I However, agree. 
you could take Deadpool, slap him in a PG-13 movie, and it'll totally work if it's done yeah. right. We talked about this earlier this week, because for those of you out there in TV land who don't know, uh, Mike, Richard, and I have a three-way text thing going on that literally is 95% of my phone's memory. And we talk about all the stuff going back and forth. Mike came up with an idea this earlier this week about how we could bring mutants into the universe. And Richard was like, fuck you, Mike. I wish I, oh, I wish I could take credit for that. I read that online. Gotcha. So, so, Mike, so Richard was like, fuck that guy online. You're stupid. And he shot it down quickly. And my answer to that was, if you guys want mutants in the universe, just bring them. You don't need to explain it to me. You didn't explain just Iron there. Man. Exactly. I would like to see, because this happened in the comic books as well, I would like to see Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four show up together. Because that, be that would be a pretty solid premise as far as I'm concerned. Now, you'd have to get Chris Evans to come back <laughs> as Human Torch. <laughs> you think that'll happen? Fuck no, uh, it absolutely won't happen. Absolutely not. Yeah, no right. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding with that, but I'm saying that there's so many things out there that we can look for or hope to see. Because I said it in the text, and you guys agreed, I don't need a reason for them to be in the universe. Correct. Just, just bring them. Right. We're past the origin stage. There's though, a swerve. There's a swerve coming in Spider-Man: Far From Home. I don't know what it is yet. There's something about Mysterio that I don't buy. He's either he's either all these elemental guys are bullshit. They're the special effects. He's a manipulator. It's, it's, it's like it's it's. There's something, and I didn't believe this going into Iron Man three. Don't don't give me that look, Richard. Don't give me that look. <laughs> Richard hates going that into movie. Iron Man three. You were looking for the you were looking for the Mandarin, and you got Trevor. Trevor. There's something that in in this in this that tells me that the Mysterio is not what we see. What are they? What what's going to happen? They've got to be doing something with this to open it up to a larger realm after Spider-Man. So, Richard, what is if you're in charge, you got the keys to the Marvel Kingdom? How do you do it? Oh my God! No pressure. That yeah, I was gonna say I, boobs I everywhere. I, I gotta be honest. I don't know what you do after Endgame, man. I, I really don't. Hey. I think a big part of losing, uh-huh, you know, uh, RDJ. I think that's such a monster part of the success of Marvel. You, I, you're right. You lose him in the movies, but I don't think you lose the character because I, I firmly believe he shows up as the AI to replace Jarvis. You've got to stop and think about this, though. Okay, we've said it. We've said it a hundred times that they cast Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in the first Iron Man. It was a gamble and it worked. Okay, it gave us eleven years of movies. Okay, but. Marvel Universe is a is a universe. It's not about Robert Downey Jr. Sure. So you took eleven years and you had this storyline that happened with a hundred different characters. Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Thor, Captain America, all these guys. Yeah, they're the core. But if you've got the right writers and you've got the balls and the money that these guys have, you can do that again. But instead of starting from point A, you're parting from you're starting from point B. You've got A to B. Now you got to do B to C. You still have key characters involved. You still have Guardians, Black Panther, Thor, uh, not Black Widow. You have Hawkeye. You have all these different directions you can go. You don't need Robert Downey Jr. Uh, just like we just said about Robert Pattinson. You don't need the name. Right. You need the character. There is so much material we can pull from. You could literally do six Spider-Man movies in the next six years, and people would watch them if they're compelling. But those characters were so big, you you can't replace them right away. This is, this is going to be a long time. You can't replace them right away, but you know what? You say that about Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man now, 11 years after we all went, 
Really? Robert Downey Jr.? Iron Man? Yeah, but think about what you just said. For 11 years, we've gotten... That is our Iron Man, okay. and now he's gone. So, so now, you're going to try and sell me on another Tony Stark next I'm year? I'm going to try and sell you on another Tony Stark. I'm going to try and sell you on another character. A di- different a, character, totally. Yes. Actually, you know who I think going forward can be the face of the MCU? It's not even a character they own. It's Spidey. Yeah. It should be. He's the youngest. You've got the most source material. He's, he's, the, he's the face of Marvel Comics. We have not even seen Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. We haven't seen any of those. You're right. But there's so much that we can pull from. You've got the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Asgardians of the Galaxy out there. Plus, you still have Doctor Strange. You've got, you, you're not going to get Tony Stark. You're right. You're not. But we can get somebody that starts out as a, a Robert Downey Jr., and then he builds into, wow, Robert Downey Jr. I think the next phase of the MCU, and I've talked about this before, and that's the introduction of Captain Marvel, and they, they have to go, I, I think they, got, they have to go cosmic. They have to, because there, there's no way in any time soon you're going to go back to Captain America, Iron Man, or any of that and stuff. And that brings on board Silver Surfer, Galactus, yep. for God's sakes, instead of that black I can't, smoke. I can't uh, argue. I can't argue uh, what you're saying I mean, about going cosmic. It also, right. also brings the, on board Nova and go get back to Xandar. I mean, it, yes. it, the, the, yeah, it's that was a great video game. Where the hell's um, Adam Warlock? They've Adam, War- twice. Adam Warlock's going to be. I'm telling you, Adam Warlock and Gamora team up in the next Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll because see. We'll see. That's Hopefully, a, that is the marketing angels theory, and, I, and I'm, I stand behind it firmly. You have all of that. But you do still have a lot of Earth-based comic heroes that we haven't talked about yet. We we have not seen Fantastic Four. No. We have not seen any of the X-Men. And right. let's face it. You said it today. Fuck Dark Phoenix. You said it on the thread the other day. Fuck Dark Phoenix. Uh, no but, desire. But the simple fact is that the X-Men are huge. They can reboot that franchise. And they can be... Because how many members of the X-Men were members of the, of the Avengers? A lot. Spider-Man was a member of the Avengers. There's a lot of people that are still out there. So it, yes, it sucks that we lost Robert. It sucks that we lost. It sucks that we lost Steve Rogers. Right. But we, it's not dead. No, it's not dead, and everything's going to get rebooted. But again, how do you restart? I, I, what, what do you do going forward? How do you bring in the mutants? If you were to, if you had a choice, Richard, you get to introduce the mutants. How do you do it? Uh, I agree with Greg. It's Gamma Race. I agree with Greg, man. Just introduce them and don't have to worry about It's just I don't want to see them re, you know, I I don't want to see them introduce the mutants and they're not mutants. What makes them unique is that they are they are born that way and their and their powers manifested when it when they reach puberty. Right. So let's introduce that. And you can introduce that however you want. You don't have to have an let's origin just hope story. That they do. Let's yeah. just hope that they do a good job. I'll pull up. When they turn 13, that's their origin story. When they right. hit puberty, I'll that's their origin. I'll pull up two, two instances of, of recent movies that nobody seemed to have had a problem with. Number one was at the beginning, uh, end of Wonder Woman, I, I think it was. Was the end of Wonder Woman? It was when uh, Batman versus Superman. When Bruce Wayne started laying down the pictures of, oh, hey, look, it's Cyborg. Oh, hey, look, it's Flash. Oh, hey, look, it's this person. I've been keeping my eye on him. Right. Nobody said, why didn't anybody know about him? The second one was in Marvel when Tony Stark just shows up at Peter Parker's house. Oh, in Civil War? Yeah. 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 Nobody knew about Spider-Man. Yeah, they threw it in there because they needed to get it in there and they wanted to get him marketed. But I don't need to know that they've been at Professor X's school for 20 years. <laughs> 
just show up and go, hey, what do you what do you got? I'd like something from that aisle. I'd like something from that aisle. Can she clean my boots? Let's roll. Right. Done. We're we're past the origin. I'm stage. sorry. I'm sorry. Can he clean my Can boots? Clean Let's my roll. Boots. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think we all agree. Um, Chain. Go ahead. As a Patriots fan, as a New England Patriots fan, we all have a saying, and it's in Bill we trust. Because every year you're like, he fucking did what? Oh, look, another Lombardi trophy. In Kevin Feige, we trust. Yep. That's all we can say. Agreed. Fuck you, DC. So that wraps up our comic discussion. That might wrap up. God damn it, Richard, you derailed us again. <laughs> stupid Spider-Man I need awesome to be, ass I need shirt. to be less in control of the podcast. No, I yeah. think you're fine. I think you're fine. No, it just keeps us credible. <laughs> Changing gears a little bit. Um, how are you liking the NHL final so far? Uh, I'm watching every second of it, man. And uh, honestly, I, I thought it should be 2 nothing right now. Really, surprised honestly, uh, surprised I, it's I'm, not. I'm surprised it went to overtime the other in Boston the other day. But right. I, I still think Boston, it, I think it's their cup to lose. Let me ask you about that hit. On Gres, Gre, I can't never say his name. Grelchik. Uh, yeah, Grelchik. I can't. I, I, that I can't son even of a spell it. That should have been a five minute disconduct, Agreed. misconduct, and Agreed. you should have been gone for the next fucking game. He is. And I and you he know is what? gone. He's not that's playing not, game three. That's, oh, he's he's gone. He's Good. been suspended. Because I'm a okay. I'm, my, Susan's from from Boston. I was gonna say because earlier in the year, Advocator got suspended for a lesser hit. Yes. You will not be seeing and him. McAvoy should have been three. suspended for two games. The rest of the series. Earlier for that hit that he had uh, up on the shoulder when he launched himself, I thought he should have been gone as well. So that's not me being a Boston fan, but that how do you how do you not call a five game a five minute game as Congress on that? It's fucking ridiculous. It's playoffs. You just never know what's going to happen. Not you, a Marshawn, you, you not know. a Marshawn fan, but he made a comment this week about how they need to get rid of the replay because it's it's ruining the credibility of the refs, and I kind of agree with him to a point. I agree with nothing Marshan says. That's because you're a Red Wings fan. No, that's and because so I'm I. a hockey fan, and he is a dirty – he's the one he of the is, dirtiest players oh, in the game. Him for or, sure. Him or Wilson. Listen, I'm about to walk oh, – Wilson is just as bad. I'm about to cap. walk right over there and lick you from chin to ear right now. <laughs> because, so you just be quiet. Hey, listen, I'm just he telling is, you. He, he is, is the dirty – I will agree with you, Richard. Wilson is probably – Right there, they're tied. I will say they're both the two dirtiest players in the game. Absolutely, yeah. and not, it's, not it's been established as a, as um, a Bruins and, fan after the Lightning. As and a I'll tell you, Lightning, with yes. watching as much of the playoffs as I've watched this year, Chara's not far behind. He's seven foot tall on skates, and in earlier series, um, he left his feet in the corner and damn near broke a guy's neck, and no call was made. Yeah, How are you that, uh, seven feet tall? You leave your skates. And nobody calls that. How do you – you don't miss that. It's the big bird rule. It's it's a bullshit rule. It is a bullshit rule. But overall, the NHL playoffs – sorry about your lightning, Richard, but the playoffs have been phenomenal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. The playoffs have been phenomenal. I'm going to go back to what you just said. <laughs> She's still shaking his head. Look, man, you and I both are lightning fans because we're here. It sucked. It really did. But you pull that away – and it's been one unbelievable NHL postseason. Best in recent memory. W- w- would you not disagree? No, I, not listen, rec- I, I, I've, recent loved, memory. I've loved everything, Best and I've watched ever. a ton of hockey this, this Best uh, playoff ever. series. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. I will watch a TV screen, and I will, I will scream at an official, and I'll scream at a player, okay? But you know, as well as I know, I'm going to bring up something that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, I did a spring game, spring football game a couple weeks ago oh, yeah. as an official. And um, 
for any of you who watch pro football uh, and are Bucks fans, you all know who Mike Allstott is. I thought Mike Allstott and I were going to throw knuckles a couple weeks ago because uh, I am actually practicing to be a white hat referee in, in high school football games, and I made a call that he did not, not did not like. He screamed at me. He swore at me. He insulted me. Oh, he's he is. Listen, he's an asshole between whistles. He's a great guy before the game, but when it's competitive, he's a he. Listen, I straight. I don't. I don't give a shit if he knows. He's a cocksucker in between in between whistles. Damn. Richard's a pretty educated guy, obviously, yes. right? Le- lawyer. I, I do have teacher. A, high sc- a high school diploma. Yeah. You are a smart, smart person. So I'm going to pull out a reference that's probably going to surprise the shit out of you. If I had to pick a character in literature that Mike Allstott is. He's Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Wow. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. Wow. He's a super nice guy, but he's... Anyway. Tell him about the rabbits, George. Yeah. <laughs> right? That bright. Oh, box of rocks. Wow. Yeah. Um, a, a box. A and you know what's most impressive about that, Paul? I never read the book. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff but Notes. He saw, but he saw the movie with... No, uh, no, no, no. Cliff Tom Notes. Malkovich. Cliff Notes. Uh, I, n- true story. Two years of honors English in high school, never read a book. Cliff notes. I'm proud of this. Yes. True story. <laughs> Three because years. it can be done. It can be done. <laughs> True story. Three years of French, made it through French too. So anyway, I'm at this, I'm at this game, and he is just going apeshit about this call that I made. And the call that I made was I went back and looked, watched the film. It was the right call. The next day, he got reprimanded by some people for his behavior. And the person told him, he says, you need to understand something. There's five guys on that field. I have a There's, question. Yeah. How did he get reprimanded? Did they take the toy out of his Fruity Pebbles? <laughs> no. No, they didn't. Okay, I'm just curious. The How, reprimand is not a real reprimand, but like That's I my said, point. Like reprimand-ish. Said, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great guy from this from, – from if it doesn't count the 15-minute the quarters – if the actual game isn't going on, he's a really nice, decent guy. When the football game's going on, he thinks I'm Mike Allstott. You should do what I say. Fair enough. Fair enough. The next day, he got told by somebody. He said, Coach, you swore at that official. You screamed at that official. You insulted that official. You followed that official and berated him to his place in halftime that he goes to, to, to relax. He did. He followed me into the stands screaming at me. I had to actually say something to one of the administrators of the school. Mind you, this is at Northside Christian School. So this is a Hall of Famer, NFL of Famer. player. And this guy said to him, he said, Coach, you got 22 players on that field. You got five officials. And all 22 of those players go different directions at the snap. If you think everything that you want them to see is going to be seen every play, you're crazy. Now, the part that made this so upsetting for this game was that this was a spring game. It had no weight. It had no bearing. Means it was nothing. practice. It meant nothing. And his, his player, and his player should have been ejected. After conferring with my officials at halftime, I should have kicked this kid out. Wait, but, can't you kick the coach out? Well, the thing that pissed him off was the most that he said to me, you will not tell my kids anything without talking to me first. And I looked him dead in his eye, and I said, I don't have to talk to you about crap. If I throw a kid out, I throw a kid out. I'm in charge here. And oh. he didn't like that at all. You should have went WWE but and threw I his ass out of the I should have. But this is not the first time. This is like the third time that Mike Allstott and I have almost fight. Well, I don't know if that means I'm a bad official or if it all, all sets a piece of shit. Damn. Long story to get Terrible to a point. Official. We watch We watch this thing with Marshawn and we complain. We watch the thing with, McCoy, with McAvoy and we complain. We got three guys on the ice. We got ten guys on the ice. And they have keys and things that they're supposed to watch. 
fuck that fourth guy. He's just there to drink the beer. <laughs> they they're gonna miss stuff. The blatant stuff they should miss. Now, Krug was the guy that came down the ice the other night without his helmet and lab- leveled that guy. Oh my! You want to get right down to it? He left his skates. Yes, he did. That should have been a five-game misconduct in an ejection. And in my opinion, that I thought it should have that been, should be I reviewable. I, I thought it should have been a two-minute interference. Because he, he wasn't. I mean, the puck was, was he the, was already away from the puck. Was, right? He, yeah, I agree. Now I but, got no problem with him being physical, but he. My thing is, like. In football, what we look for is we look for, is it brutal? Like, did you literally lead with your forearm into his helmet? Eh, but did, if you, oh, it was he hit him with his shoulder pad, uh, ref. Yeah, he did, but he was also jumped in the air like that bitch was about to take a 10-meter Greg Luganis dive. It's, it's the intent. It's launching. Right. It's the intent. And when you leave your skates, you're not trying to hit somebody. You're trying to hurt somebody. Right. And that's all it is. I'm not going to defend the officials, but I am going to say that when you got that much action going on in these games, these two Stanley Cup final games, they've been hard and fast and hectic and crazy. We got game three tonight. So here's what I'm saying. Get some new fucking officials. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I will say this, man. I'm not a Bruins fan, but when Krug jacked that dude, man, I was like, Wow, that was with crazy. no helmet, right? With no, well, he had already had his helmet taken off by another. He Blues literally player, got raped on the other side. It was later in that same yes. shift. Yes, with no helmet, the, he laid a guy out. Same shift, right? Yeah. He, got, he got knocked down, right? In the and same then they shift, ripped his head. Then they ripped his helmet off, correct? And then he got up without his helmet, and, and then, then went, went leveled somebody, right. and leveled somebody. And I, man, so again, I'm not a Boston fan, but I went, wow, man, what? I mean, that's all. Can you see a lightning? I got to stop. No, I know. Sorry, I'm stopping. I'm stopping because I'm going to get upset. I'm going to stop. Woosa. Okay. Woosa. Every week, we put this whole menagerie of crap on so that we can do our top five list. We're going to go just a tad bit different this week. We went fun with it this week. Sometimes we have to do top five lists that are relevant, shit that happens during the week, something we have Richard on or for or whatever. But this week, we're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? How are we going to be fun? This week... We're going to set you up with our favorite Yo Mama jokes of all time. I am proud to say that this was my idea. It was Mike's idea, and um, I heard it, I read it, and I could not type yes fast enough. Because this is a good one. (laughs) And my thought was, how's Richard going to do with this? (laughs) Because Richard is not the Yo Mama type of guy. Richard's not the Yo Mama type of guy, but is Richard prepared? That's what I need to know. I, I got him. I you got, got him? Yeah, you got, got some Yo Mama jokes? I got some. All right. You find me another podcast that has a lawyer doing Yo Mama jokes, I'll listen all day long. Uh, all day long. <laughs> but I don't now, think you're going to find one. I didn't put it down, and I hope you guys didn't either. But two weeks ago, we did our t- favorite TV characters, and one of mine was Fred Sanford. And one of the jokes, lines, that Mike and I both said was, why don't you go in the kitchen and put your face in some flour and make some gorilla cookies? <laughs> was classic, right? I love that one. That was one of the Yo Mama jokes that I ran across last night. They one use the Yo Mama ones. to make. Yes. So um, I don't know who should go first here, but I don't think we have a top five list this week. I think we have just basically written down all our favorite Yo Mama jokes. So To be fair, I think I've got a page. I think I have close to that, too. With different categories. No. Let's just say this. We have nothing against anybody's moms. Ever. Except everything. And you're, <laughs> and, and you're going to see. When I was in it's school. It's all in good fun. When your mama jokes were popular, you could be as mean as you wanted to on the playground or the bus area, 
but you didn't talk about your mom. You didn't. It was like an un. It was. It was. It was an ethical code. It was like Richard's allowed to take a lot of money for shady shit, but he's not allowed to take a lot of money. But <laughs> when you talked about your mama, that's when knuckles really flew. So we don't mean any of these. They're just freaking funny. But then it changed, and then it started popping up in movies and TV shows, and then it just oh. got to be just pure fun ridiculousness in what you can come up with. And boy, do I have some gold. I have some gold. Yeah. Too. So why don't you just go ahead and start? All right, I'm going to start. Your mama is so ugly, even Bill Clinton won't sleep with her. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Did um, Greg, did you know how ugly my mom is? How ugly is your mom, Mike? That she used to have to trick or treat by phone. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> Richard? I got two from my childhood, man. Uh, <laughs> Your mama's so stupid, it takes her an hour to make minute rice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Your mama is so fat, she looked up the cheat codes for We Fit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you never oh. heard the minute rice one before, Mike? My God, yes, but it's been so long. <laughs> it's so good, right? Bro, she looked up the cheat codes for Wii Fit. <laughs> oh, shit. I had to dig one up for Richard. Richard. Oh, God. Do you know how dumb my mom is? How dumb is she? <laughs> <laughs> that when she was in court, the judge says order in the court, and she said, I'll have a number one with large fries and a shake. <laughs> that is for me, man. <laughs> oh, that's a great all right, another childhood one. Your mom is so old, she owns a Jesus Christ starter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's fucking brilliant. I'm that not going to lie. Great. That is fantastic. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mike, your mom is so ugly when the FBI spies on her, they had to pixelate her face. <laughs> Bravo. Oh shit! Oh dear God in heaven, <sighs> Greg! You, you know guys how know fat- we're going to hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally, it'd be the f- funnest bus on the highway. Greg, you know how fat my mom is? How fat's your mom, Mike? Her Star Wars name is Admiral Snack Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. One. <laughs> oh my dear Lord. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! That's great. Richard. Uh, your mama's so fat, even Dora can't explore her. <laughs> wow, that's that's fat. And speaking of Dora, that's what fat. a piece of shit that garbage pile looks like coming out. I hope it's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's All right, uh, hey, Richard, your mama's so fat she can't jump to a conclusion. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And if she does jump to a conclusion, does Tokyo brace for impact? Oh, bam. <laughs> um, Depends on the budget and the special effects. <laughs> Greg, did you know how big of a bitch my mom was? How big of a bitch was your mom, Mike? PMS would cheer her up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll add on to that. She Lord. was. Oh, yeah. She was such a bitch that my bath toys were an iron and a toaster. 
Oh. <laughs> Whoa. And a hush filled the room. I can't laugh at that one because my mouth was full of beer. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh. Counselor. I got one. Your mom is so fat, and when she walked by the television, I missed three commercials. <laughs> wow, that's points. That's good. Points. That's good. Uh, all right. Your mom is so dumb that she thinks Fruit, bu- fruit Punch is a gay boxer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Oh, I like wow. that one. That's one of my favorites. Richard, you know how fat my mom is? How fat is she? That when she goes camping, the bears hide their food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one I got down is your mom is so stupid she brought a spoon to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's that's freaking awesome. That's on my list. That's great. God is it? it? Yes, it is on my list. That's a good one. Mike, your mom is so fat when she jumps in the air, she gets stuck. <laughs> What's That's even fat. What's even worse is that she's so ugly her birth certificate came with an apology note. <laughs> I actually had your mama is so ugly that when she was born they got an uh, apology letter from the condom company. See, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> um you know how bad of a cook that my mom was? How bad was a, of a cook was your mom, Mike? The flies got together and fixed the hole in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama is so fat, even Chuck Norris can't run around her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but is she so fat that she wears heels and she strikes oil? Oh, dear I, God. Yeah, I heard that one, man. That's, that's, that's nice. a classic one, yep. Your mom is so dumb, she thought Tupac Shakur was a Jewish holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but... Is it more impressive that my mom is so fat that if she buys a fur coat, that animal goes extinct? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your mom is so ugly, they use a picture of her to torture the inmates at Gitmo Bay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, this one's for all the Game of Thrones fans out there. Oh, right. wow. Time. My mom is such a bitch. Ramsey Bolton is scared of her. Oh, Jesus. He's That's a, good. He's yeah. horrible. Okay. Yeah, he's a bad yeah. dude. He's a bad dude. That's impressive. All right. Your mom is so fat that when Dracula bit her, he got type 2 diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, How old is your mom, Greg? Oh. <laughs> uh, Jesus, if she listens to this, she's going to be pissed. Like, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. I think she's 72. Is she so old that if she leaves a museum, the alarm goes off? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. Love you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is so dumb that she thinks sexual battery is what powers her dildo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> For all the lawyers out there, that's a good one. Wow. <laughs> but my mom was so dumb, she thought a quarterback was a refund. I swear we're almost done, kids. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. <laughs> your mom is so ugly that your parents, her parents had to feed her with a slingshot. <laughs> you know what's good about that one? The visual. Yes. Yeah. The visual. Yeah. Oh, God. But I don't think 
your mom was as big a bitch as mine. How big a bitch was your mom, Mike? Taylor Swift wrote a song about her. Wow. That... <laughs> wow. Right? Nice. Ka-ching. Nice. <laughs> you scratched it off. <laughs> I am actually running out. I I got one left, and it's a doozy. I just had I, I got had three five, left. Man. You got three left? I got three left. Oh. All right. Um, I was rolling. <laughs> your mom is so dumb that she thinks Christmas rap is Snoop Dogg's holiday album. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Do you know my mom was a total bitch? <laughs> really? How much of a bitch was she, Mike? That my phone autocorrects her to Satan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm out. That, You're I, out. I ran out. I could have okay. filled up this whole goddamn notebook, to be honest with you. So we could have. All right. What do you got? These were three of my favorite. You know how hairy my mom is, Mike? <laughs> Greg, how hairy is your mom? She's so hairy that her boobs have sideburns. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's that a is, visual. That is a, yeah, that's, you know what that is? Unfortunate. Yes. All right. This one is, uh, it's gross, but it's not my favorite. Bring it. Your mom is so fat that when she sits on my face, I can't hear the stereo. <laughs> oh, my God. Not a good visual. <laughs> not, not a good no. visual at all. This was my favorite. Oh, my God. I got to calm down before I read this. Your mom is so hairy that when you were born, you almost died a rug burn. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And that joke was sponsored by Nair. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, my God. So, oh, my Jesus. That is, that is not a top five list by any means, uh, but we definitely need you guys to post your favorite Yo Mama jokes Please this week. bring it. Uh, we will mention of the ones that we did not talk about today. We will mention our favorites on next week's podcast. But, oh, yeah, my uh, stomach hurts. Yeah, I'm like my eyes are still watering. That that, oh, was, that was good. I'm gonna have to have a beer just to come down from that. <laughs> I think that might be it for this week. I hope so. I can barely breathe. Richard, thank you again, man. Oh, always, always to have no, you on. Listen, Big thanks to Richard. It, 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 listen, it goes. Both ways, man. Thank you. Not, not to me. mention special in-studio guest, Richard's wife. Yes. Yeah, that was the uh, laugh track that you heard back if there. If you could even hear her cracking up through the whole that thing over there. That wasn't some broke-ass Greg and Dharma shit you were listening <laughs> to that we got on eBay for a nickel. That was genuine. Guys, listen to our podcast on the Detroit Sports Network called Top Shelf. It's hockey. If you're a hockey fan. Uh, More got, importantly, a Red Wings fan. We got we got uh, some stuff going on. We get to talk about the Red Wings every other week right now and until uh, until hockey season starts. And uh, just to let you guys know, come football season, we are going to have our own football podcast that we're going to talk about. It's going to be separate from Top 5 for Fighting because you guys wanted to uh, have more entertainment going on. We but will have Richard in studio when we talk about Ohio State or Penn State. Absolutely. For, for, for the legal yeah. questions right, that may right. be out because there. Because it's going to be like, how many games am I allowed to play <laughs> for just one sleeve of tattoos? And the answer is going to be or assault and battery. none because you don't go to Ohio State. Right. So, so just want to let you guys know that's the things we got coming. Please uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's almost always top five, top 5 for Fighting. Twitter at Top 5 for Fighting. Um, listen to the people that we got that are kind of sponsoring us that we're trying to sponsor. Get that stuff going back and forth. Uh, we appreciate all your love. We appreciate all your posts, everything you got going on. 
Mike? Richard, uh, please go ahead and promote all of your stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, Richard sure. Alexander, I'm an attorney. We do personal injury and criminal defense. Um, I'm, I'm about as public as you can possibly get. I'm very active on social media, so you know, reach out to me, man. I appreciate it. Even, even just for How do they find a, you? a quick question. Uh, 813-850-4247. Uh, website is trustalexanderlaw.com. And if you didn't catch that, just go back to the middle of the podcast where the commercial was, and you can get all that shit in my beautiful dulcet tone voice it's like barry white's cousin <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a lady snake <laughs> nothing let's get out of here we got hockey to watch tonight all right thanks guys have a wonderful week see you next week Avita's saying baby that's it man game over man it's game over over did you say over nothing is over until we decide it is Run! Get to the chopper!